Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hello, you gorgeous human with impeccable taste. We here at the PHP, Booker and I, aren't only here to entertain you. We are here to make your lives simpler, too. And one of the best ways to do that is with HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality. And... I love that you save so much time doing it. You can have a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. They have pre-measured ingredients. They have simple-to-follow, step-by-step recipes. It's chef-curated, so you're always going to have the yummiest food out there. You're not going to be in a rut of always eating the same food over and over and over again. It's easy. It's enjoyable. You can do it as a family. Have your kids help you out or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife. All oh, the tacos this past week were so good. That was the pork tacos. And by the way, I've been a HelloFresh customer on my own for about four years now. They just keep coming up with new ideas that blow me away. Sometimes I'll marry myself to one chicken and they introduced this honey chicken last week. Now I'm just making chicken that way. It's so good. It's, mm. It really is my favorite service. I've used them for years. They're great. That's HelloFresh.com and enter Perez Hilton 80. That's $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. It's like receiving eight meals for free. You're welcome. Hey guys, welcome to the PHP. I'm Booker. He's Perez. Show number two this week. How you doing? We, we talked last, last episode about the earthquakes that happened here in California. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, kids experience earthquakes too and kids also hear adults talk about earthquakes and at the end of our last show i told you like my mom well maybe i didn't even mention it i said you know we talked about how my mom believes in psychics but my mom also was kind of like really shaken up by it Uh the earthquake and you know the kids have been asking me like all sorts of wacky not wacky but like heady questions like I don't want to die or even just statements. My <laughs> daughter, me is like, I don't want to die. And then I was like, well, we, we're all going to die. You know, it's just, it's happens. It's okay. But I don't think you're going to die for a very long time. And then she's like, well, what's, what happens when you die? And I'm like, oh my God, are we really having this conversation again? <laughs> again. <laughs> Do the people at podcast one even listen to our podcast? I doubt it. <laughs> well, hopefully they listen to this one because honestly, I would love to do the podcast five days a week or maybe oh. even more. I think there is more money to be made in podcasting than there is on YouTube. Really? I have been making YouTube such a priority, and it's not giving me back what I put into it. Well, don't you think you're flooding the system with too much you? That's what I think of you. I I mean, when I look at your feed, there's just so much. Let's just take the 1% of your biggest fan. There's no way they have this much time on their hands that they can consume all of the crap that you put out. I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for the search. So I want, I'm talking about specific topics or evergreen things that I hopefully will be having come up and if people are searching for things on YouTube or whatever. Anyways, hmm. do you want to know like how much, if you get a, like one video? Yeah, I actually do want to know this. Yeah. How much does like a, a hit video get you? Okay. A hit video. If you get a million views on YouTube. And that's a hit, by the way. Yeah. Okay. You're just going to make $2,000. 
A million hits gets you $2,000, okay? Yeah. So over the last 30 days, all of my videos on YouTube uh, got like 1.1 million. So I got paid a little bit more than a million, more than 2,000. I got like 2,900, but mm-hmm. I've spent so much time. <laughs> right. At what point does your time become more valuable than that 2,900 bucks and all of the time that you've done in research and I know. talking? I'd rather be doing the podcast more and YouTube less. So let's make that a goal. I also was, I think I was a little bummed because I went on a bad hole of, I don't know what, oh, here's what it was. I, I don't listen to any other podcasts, but somebody posted a link to their podcast on Instagram story as a swipe mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So I clicked out of curiosity and I listened to a little bit of it. And I'm not going to say which one because I'm not here to trash anybody, but it sucked. <laughs> and then I was really curious because I had not viewed a podcast on my phone before. And then underneath it, there were all of these related or suggested podcasts. And I was hoping that ours would be mentioned on there, but it wasn't, even though Hmm. it was another podcast that was maybe similar to ours. And then I was like, oh, that sucks. So then I just randomly was like, well, let me go look at our podcast on here and see if there's, and just look. And then I saw our podcast and then I saw there were other podcasts below ours. And then I started looking at our reviews and I saw that we only had like 4.5 or 4.6 stars. Cause the thing that pisses me off, like there are some people that can leave a valid criticism and leave three stars. But then there's just haters that'll leave one star and, and drag you down. Here's why I don't like the reviews. A, because they all fucking hate me, number one. And number two, it, it's not fair. Because if you did listen to this show once and your expectation was just you and you don't know me or understand my personality or understand the show that you and I have built, I don't know if I'd like the show either. So I think the point here is if you've listened to the show for a while... Now make a review. And if you still hate me, great. <laughs> it's fine. But I just don't like that people tune in once and like, who's this other guy? I don't know who this other guy is. And why do I have opinions about things? And who cares about my opinions? I had to earn everyone's trust that's listening. And uh, and most of the audience get it. It's a show about us. It's me and you. We're playing tennis. We're going back and forth. But the one-time listener may not get that and usually just trashes me. So, you know, what do I care? I, I don't. But still, it's... It'd be cooler if we had some people that are listening now maybe give reviews and get that number up a little bit. Yes, please. Thank you. All right. Well, first of all, I have not had a single person request a cameo of me predicting their future. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little disappointed because <laughs> that I, was so late in like the show the other day. So. I know. I am so good at that. Let me tell you once mm. again. I am too, by the way. Perez Adamas. It's the year of Perez Adamas or I just think I think everybody in Hollywood secretly listens to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Ariana Grande, whom we've spoken about on the show before, and specifically her issues while touring, mm-hmm. has decided, you know, she wants to be transparent and is addressing those issues with her fans. She put up a new post 
with a long caption that read, Tour is wild. Life is wild. I'm grateful for the sea of love I have around me every day and for the people who come to these shows and give all of us every ounce of energy they've got. I'm grateful to work with the best musicians and dancers in the world, blah, blah, blah. I'm grateful for my voice and my team, blah, blah. I'm grateful for this music. I'm grateful for my tour bus driver. Who cares? I'm grateful... For the opportunity to sing to thousands of people every night, it's a dream come true, no matter how hard it gets or how many feelings come up that are screaming at me to be processed and sorted through one day. I'm mm-hmm. grounded by gratitude and promise to not give up on what I've started. I feel everything intensely and have committed to doing this tour during a time in my life when I'm still processing a lot. So sometimes I cry a lot. I thank you for accepting my humanness. I'm not sure what I did to deserve so to meet so many loving souls every night, to feel so much love, blah, 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 blah. I'm sharing mm-hmm. this because I'm grateful and because I want you to know that if you're hurting too, you can push through and you're not alone. You know, I like and I respect that. And I think that's good. And that's a much better way of expressing yourself than when she previously had expressed her difficulty with touring recently mm-hmm. um having said all that there still is an expectation that you're gonna be good now are you saying she's not good um i would i don't know uh, i have i didn't see the show so i can't say that but just based on the videos i've seen yes i'll say that based on videos <laughs> but i think you can get a good gauge on something by looking at a lot of videos from a show no it's just the pop show to me it's not very challenging and when you go outside of the spectacle and what they've done with stage design and and lighting it's just not that challenging for her just to stand there and sing and her kind of going through the motion dance moves i would think it would get boring after a while i don't see how it would be challenging because it's you and the audience and you know with a band you guys are riffing off each other you're playing the actual music you're cre- you're right there creating the sounds as they come up it just seems like it's more of an exciting experience so i i don't know i just kind of feel that you go through the motions when you're on tour and i remember saying that about selena gomez seeing her just kind of go through the steps and the motions and just singing the songs and you kind of feel like a little disconnected and i i think that's a problem with pop shows in general some people get around it. I think Rihanna's really good at getting around it. For some reason, she's seems to have fun every second. Pink is the perfect example of someone that's she's incorporated acrobatics and things that are much more challenging than just standing there and singing. And there seems like there's even more of a connection. Some people are better at it, at it than others, maybe. And and that's kind of all that it is. My expectation for an Ariana Grande show isn't that high. It just isn't. Yeah. I, I don't expect a lot from her because I've seen her just kind of walk through shows and whip that ponytail around. I mean, that's the show. I almost feel like she needs to. Well, I don't know if her music lends itself to that. Like she grew up loving Celine Dion, like a Celine Dion type show from Ariana might be good where it's just all about the singing because she's such a good singer. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some artists that just like think about Adele. Adele can even between the songs, her realness, her her person 
oozes out of her. You feel the connection, almost like she's a stand-up comedian because she's funny and she's honest. Some pop stars just don't have that sensibility or that gene, and I don't think Ariana has it to that level. It's a lot of, hey, how y'all doing? You know, it's a lot of like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of that instead of those natural, like, this is being really present in your thoughts and what you're thinking at that moment. Some people are great at it. Some people are not. I am loving our show today. I am loving it almost as much as I am loving First Leaf, the wine club that uses your feedback to curate wine selections to your unique taste. Whether you're entertaining company or enjoying a warm summer night at home, First Leaf makes buying great wine easy. By rating the wines you receive, First Leaf determines your likes and dislikes and they'll only send you wines you'll love. You start by taking the First Leaf wine quiz to assess your exact wine drinking preferences. If you just like whites, this is for you. If you just like reds, this is for you. From sweetness to wine styles to even how adventurous you are in trying new wines, they'll learn all about what you like. First Leaf then creates an introductory six-pack of wine all for just $29.95. Seriously, an introductory six-pack of wine for just $29.95. These wines normally go for at least $20 each. When your bottles arrive, you taste and rate them online. First Leaf then takes those ratings and selects new wines that are even more catered to your preferences. Sign up with our link and you'll get an exclusive intro offer. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash Perez. Well, more Perez Adamas in effect. First, a little um, precursor. Demi Lovato continues her fraught relationship with social media. And as you previously explained you think a lot of the reason why Demi behaves how she does on social media is because or correct me if I'm mischaracterizing your assessment Mm -hmm. uh, you think she just wants to try to be as normal as possible yes but she's not she's not I agree with you in so so many many ways ways. she's a celebrity and she's also an addict and an addict calls himself an addict even when they're in recovery. Mm-hmm. So those are two things that make her very abnormal. And frankly, even for a normal person, I honestly don't think social media is the healthiest thing. I don't hate social media, but I don't love how much of my time is spent on it. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so somebody sent a message uh, underneath one of Demi's photos on Instagram and said, hey, Demi, DM me so we can discuss a diet plan for you. And instead of just either blocking that person or ignoring, she felt the need to engage and respond, which is what maybe a normal person would do. But as we just established, she's not a normal person. No. Her check mark is a lot bigger and bluer than most people that have a check mark. Uh, Well, thankfully, maybe she's listening to our podcast, too. Demi Lovato has announced that she is taking a break from social media. She posted an Instagram story saying, taking a break for a while, be kind. Cool. 
I don't think she even needs to. I think she should just have her team manage her accounts for her. I think that's basically what Selena Gomez does. Well, it's a a product of addiction, and you touched upon that earlier. When you take one thing away from an addict, their mind typically goes to something else to fill the time, to fill the void. There's an emptiness. There's a bucket that you're trying to fill up. And I think for her, and I'm not a doctor, but just looking at it, I think for her, social media is a part of filling the bucket back up with something. And it's cool to me that she's recognized it, that she says, you know what, I do need to probably step away from it because enough people have noticed. I mean, maybe she didn't notice that she needed to. Like a lot of alcoholics, they move on to sex or gambling or there's a, a litany of vices that they that they move on to to fill the bucket and i think social media is part of her bucket filling program and she's got to get away from it so good for her i'm glad that she realized it and moved along all right an update on chloe kardashian and tristan thompson earlier this week i told you guys how tristan is actively trying to win chloe back mm-hmm. well Chloe has got this new TV show, not new, but a new season of her revenge body show out. <laughs> on e. Sounds like the worst show of all time. I did a show like that. That no, uh, Sounds terrible. In 2004 on VH1, it was called From Flab to Fab. We've spoken about it, I think, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so as a result of her show coming back, she's been having to do all of this press. And she, I, I just found what she said so hilarious and also telling to me tells me a lot okay I'll, I'll read you what she said in a new interview I think Tristan and I broke up like five months ago so it's still sometimes awkward but I think we're both doing a really good job I mean whenever he wants to see her he can translation A she's not being very receptive to his advances and B he's barely seeing his daughter <laughs> Like, if he was, then she would have said, oh, he sees her all the time. Mm -hmm. Instead, she says, I mean, whenever he wants to see her, he can. That means he's barely seeing his daughter, right? Mm. Yeah, I think he's out screwing around, if you ask me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On to... I feel like I should address it on the podcast, because I received a lot of criticism for this on social media. But... I stand behind what I say. I was not criticizing this person. So let me explain what happened. Okay. I don't even really talk about these people. I don't often talk about these people. The Duggar family, you know them? Yeah. From reality TV. Uh Well, one of the Duggars, Joy Anna Duggar, recently suffered a, I wouldn't even call it a miscarriage. I would call it a stillborn baby because it was so far along. Mm. She was about five months pregnant. Which is so tragic, especially because at about the six-month mark, if a baby's born at six months, most a lot of the time, through medical intervention, they can keep that baby alive and they can grow and become normal, healthy people. But mm-hmm. less than six months, it's nearly impossible. So five months, she lost this baby and then took photos with the dead baby okay and then shared these photos on social media jesus christ are you serious serious and what i said was like listen i if this is healing for her then great you know i'm not judging anybody with how they choose to heal or mourn there's no right or wrong way to heal or mourn all i said was 
this probably wouldn't be for me. And I didn't say what wouldn't be for me. But let me now then clarify and say what specifically would not be for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe in that moment I would want to take a photo. But, and listen, I share a lot. I don't think I would share those photos. I feel you there. I find it almost inappropriate. Yeah. I know it's your kid, but... <sighs> well, I got a shit ton of criticism for that. I don't know why. A lot of it was women who have lost babies. So I guess, you know, they their view is like, this woman can do whatever she wants and anything she wants is okay. And I agreed. I didn't... It wasn't about that. I specifically was just saying, for me... I wouldn't share those photos. It's not for me either. I'll just say that. I, I I don't necessarily disagree with the way you presented it. How about that? Yeah. All right. Let's lighten the mood. On to lighter news. I just saw the most... I'm sorry. Anytime <laughs> I see this, it's always going to be equal parts funny and stupid. Taylor Swift... <laughs> Leaving a private plane with a collapsed umbrella over her head to Mm -hmm. hide her and shield her from the paparazzi. Mm -hmm. And company. She had friends with her, too, who also did the same thing. Yes, she was with Lord. She and Lord are still friends, and she is with the Heim sisters. (laughs) First of all, nobody cares about a photo of the Heim sisters. Nobody. Nobody. No one would even know it was them unless you told us. Yes. Nobody cares. And and I like those girls. I say that as as somebody who's a fan of their music. Yeah. It's just so stupid. Well, it's it's putting this importance on yourself. It's just another thing for people to dislike about you. You're not that important. Okay? A picture of you... Getting off of a plane, not a big deal. We assume that you're on planes. We assume that you may have a couple of friends that may be famous. We assume that. It's fine. It's okay. But when you try to cover it up, it just seems douchey. It's got a douche feel to it. I think maybe she just didn't want to give the paparazzi what they wanted. Guess what? We got it anyhow. We got something even better. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I just, uh, I don't think it, I don't think it worked because like you said, we still saw the damn photos. Right. And we saw the photos and you're looking douchey. It's almost better to like just have your hair covering your face. Or if you're going to do that, just get a purse and put a purse in front of your face, but literally hiding under a damn umbrella. (laughs) On a sunny day. I think it's more stupid than it is funny. It's kind of funny and also stupid. All right. Mm. Well, speaking of Taylor Swift, it is rumored by uh, uh, an insider that Taylor Swift and Katy Perry are going to be releasing a collab together next month. Okay. I think that's another not so great idea. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody cares or is excited about that. Do you? Yeah, I'm not sure if I care. I just want a really good song from both of the ladies, I would rather have that. I, I don't, I'm not interested in a collaboration. Katie's done enough collaborations. Taylor just came off of a collaboration. I just want good songs from both of them. That's all that I want. Seems like a gimmick. Yeah, but even if it is a great song, like my favorite Taylor Swift songs are the ones by herself. Yeah. Like, agreed. I, I don't want another collaboration. She's been doing a lot of collaborations recently. She just did that one with Brendan Gurry. She did. 
the future and Ed Sheeran on the last album. She did another Ed Sheeran song not that long before that. I'm over. I'm not over. I just, I, I don't think it's necessary. I don't need it. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. All right. In more musicians news, Britney Spears continues to be obsessed with her weight. But maybe I'm reading it wrong. I don't know. It almost seems like an unhealthy obsession, though. Like, mm-hmm. wanting to be fit and healthy is a good thing. And even looking good is not a bad thing. Listen, wanting to look good is not a bad thing either. But it's almost coming across as neurotic. She mm-hmm. just shared something on social media. Brittany says, quote, I have weak eyes and stress and asthma and headaches. So this chart has helped me so much with those problems and my weight. Whoop, whoop. She wrote that. As Mother of Pearl would say, it works well for children, too. So she shared whatever new diet plan she's doing, which is not even really a diet plan. She's just eating a lot of fruit and vegetable. Mm-hmm. I hope her... Well, I can't even say that I hope her head's in a good place because clearly it's not. Mm. But... Maybe they should take her social media away, like Demi Lovato. I don't know. She's not hurtful with it. I, I don't know. I don't follow her that closely, but I don't want to feel like she's embarrassing herself. And sometimes I think that she's bordering on that. Uh, well, I do want her to be as well as she can be. So just sending Brittany positive vibes. All right. Uh, somebody else who has struggled with mental health, Kanye West, uh, wants to get his Kardashian on so much he is now trying to sell a TV show and using Chris or trying to use Chris Jenner to help him sell the show. The only problem is it sounds like a show that nobody is going to care about. He hmm. wants a show based on his Sunday sermons and his Sunday church gathering and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Might be interesting watching him put that together and figuring out what it's all about and what the angle is. I don't know. I, I, I could I could see peeking into that. I think he's trying to get his Drake on, to be honest with you. Drake's behind Euphoria. And that's the show. He that is? I, oh, yeah. He's one of the executive producers on that. And he does a lot of the music in the show as well. And that's another one I talked about that last week, I think. I'm just obsessed. I'm obsessed with the show. It is so goddamn good. They're doing such a great job. These young actors are just Im- impeccable. Uh, Zendaya, Zendaya. One of these days, you're going to tell me how to say her name. She's so good. God, she's good. That all, the whole show is great. I think it's Zendaya. And I, I love it. It's kind of like the old school. I, I'm, I'm still not a fan of the binge watching thing. I love that it comes out every, one a week. Yeah, it is kind of fun. It's fun waiting for it. And I, I like knowing that that's not completely dead. You know what I mean? Like you have something to look forward to. Yeah. And of course, I'm watching Stranger, uh, uh, Strange, Stranger Things. What the fuck is the show? Stranger uh, Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. I'm watching that new, uh, season two. I'm three into season three. Uh, and it's pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. So they're doing a good job with that. I think I like it so much because yeah, I remember the eighties and those kids were my age during that time when that music was out. So it's fun for someone of my age and seeing things like 
pay phones and, and telephone cords. Remember when you would get on the phone and you would take that cord and you would somehow that cord would stretch the entire distance of your house and you would go and talk on the phone and your mom would be listening on the phone upstairs. It's just all these little things you remember about being a kid that I'm sure these actors have no idea what they're even acting because they can't even comprehend it, you know? So it's cool. It's fun. I saw some pay phones recently. When you we, did? When we went on vacation <laughs> in May, they, it had to take photos and, and have my kids take photos because it was so vintage. Uh, all right. An update on a story that we spoke about earlier this week on our podcast that came out. We spoke about the royal christening and baby Archie. Well, Meghan Markle's father, Thomas Markle is so upset that he did <laughs> not get invited to the royal mm. christening. Mm. He says, quote, I have been asked if I would have liked to have gone to Britain to see my new grandson being christened. I was an altar boy at age 12, a confirmed member of the Queen's Church at age 14, and Archie is my new grandson. So, of course, I would have enjoyed being there for the blessing. I think once again, even saying anything was a mistake. If he purposely would have just shut up and just shut up for a while, maybe this could have been the beginning of him mending his relationship with his daughter. But no. Instead, somebody paid him, I'm sure, some cash to speak to some British publication to chime in with his opinion on not being invited to the royal christening. Lame. Uh, in more uh, news from the UK, couples news, Dua Lipa seems to have moved on really quickly or possibly even dating more than one dude at a time. She okay. was most recently linked to Chris Martin of Coldplay. Well, now she's linked again with Anwar Hadid, Bella Hadid, and Gigi Hadid's brother. Wow. So making it work, hmm. having fun, summer loving. Hmm. <laughs> In more couples news, uh, also, I think they listened to our podcast. I think Miranda uh, Lambert and her husband. <laughs> I saw that picture. <laughs> they enjoy our show and have mm -hmm. decided to move to Nashville. So now mm. they are both living together in the same city. Like, you know, a married couple should. I Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Enough couples news. I want to get to some TV news. But before that, I need to let you guys know that I think Prime Day is coming, right? And It is. The biggest shopping day on the planet. Yes, it's Amazon Prime Day, the most insane day of savings across the Internet's largest marketplace. But did you know... There's such a thing as Prime Day every day. Yes, it's possible and easy with Honey. Honey is a free browser extension that searches the internet for coupon codes. Then, like magic, it automatically applies them to your cart at checkout. But did you know that Honey also works on Amazon? Even though Amazon doesn't have discount codes, it's like magic. Whenever you shop on Amazon, Honey searches every last one of Amazon's 2 million plus sellers to make sure you're getting the lowest price possible. Honey even factors in sales tax, shipping, and Amazon Prime status. Simply put, if there's a better price, Honey will find it in 
seconds. You know, I actually used it the other day. I bought a hood for my stove. You know what I mean? The the ventilation deal. And I had honey and I bought it from Amazon and it found a better price from another seller on Amazon. I didn't have to do anything. I saved like 20 bucks just like that. Boom. Add honey for free in just two clicks. It's that easy. Start saving today on Prime Day and every day for that matter. Add honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Perez. That's joinhoney.com slash Perez. Honey, online savings simplified. All right, on to the TV news. Had to drink some water. Megan McCain. First of all, I love Megan McCain. I really enjoy her. And also, I also enjoyed Elizabeth Hasselbeck when she was on The View. Mm-hmm. Although I like her less these days. She's almost become Elizabeth Hasselbeck more conservative and more religious as the years have gone on. I don't remember her quite being as <laughs> as much as she is in 2019 because I've watched- I didn't even know she was still on TV is she on Fox now? No she's not but I watched her do a lot of interviews this year because she released ah, a book gotcha so Megan McCain I think is really good and gets a lot of media attention actually I would say I think Megan McCain gets the most media coverage than anybody else on The View they're on a hot streak and that show's only going to get hotter next year as they enter a, we enter a presidential election year because The View mm-hmm. is the only daytime show that really talks politics. Nobody else does it. The talk doesn't talk politics. The real doesn't talk politics. Dr. Phil doesn't talk politics. Ryan and Kelly. In fact, it's become so big that this year, a lot of the Democratic presidential candidates appeared on The View to announce their candidacy or to just promote their campaign. So there have been all these stories that Meghan McCain has not been happy at The View. And then follow-up stories saying she wants to stay, but things need to change. That was, quote, things need to change. And what's crazy is, like, even some people from the show were speaking on the record. And now there's all sorts of behind-the-scenes drama, too, because it seems like Meghan McCain thinks that one of the co-hosts, Sonny Hostin, I might have mispronounced her last name, Megan thinks that Sonny is spreading negative gossip about her to the media. (laughs) Okay. However, it should be noted that the publication that broke the news that Megan may not return to The View was The Daily Beast. Okay. And I know this because I know Megan McCain and I know her crew. One of her BFFs, her besties, this gay guy works at the Daily Beast. <laughs> so, of course, it makes sense that they're running that. And basically, it's it's so apparent to me that this is just a negotiation tactic. And she wants more money and yeah. more bargaining power. All of those women are replaceable. And frankly, if I'm The View right now, I would just gauge the temperature and reach out to Elizabeth Hasselbeck, who is not on TV, and be like, hey, FYI, if things don't work out with Megan, would you want to return on the show? And I Hmm. bet you Elizabeth would say yes. You know, Joy Behar was previously fired from The View, and then she came back. 
Mm-hmm. More TV-related news, and specifically with talk show hosts, Wendy Williams has a new man in her life. Thankfully, she's no longer dating that 27-year-old guy who yeah. was more like a fling. Yeah. She's now dating some guy in his 50s. Okay. She's revealed a little bit about him, saying he's black and that he's a doctor. Wow. Good on her. That seems like a definitely an upgrade from that ex-con 27-year-old. <laughs> Uh, so happy for her. She's had three guys in the course of uh, six months, and you can't even get one? Come on, Perez. You need to step your dating game up. You know, I was at spin class. This is my idea of trying to get a guy. Okay, true story. <laughs> You're so bad at it. This is about to be an embarrassing story. I know it. I can smell it. <laughs> so I was taking spin class a few days ago. There was the hottest. Not I wouldn't say hot. Dreamy. He was dreamy because okay. there was this dreamy, totally my type gay guy right next to me at okay. spin class, like on the bike next to me. Of course, I didn't talk to him, um, <laughs> but I kept staring at him the whole time and envisioning our future together. <laughs> so then after... After the class, on all of my social media platforms, I shared a video, which I thought was cute and funny, saying, I would like to announce that uh, this dreamy gay guy was spinning next to me at spin class, and we're going to get married. <laughs> and I want to thank him for the distraction mm. and inspiration. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he'll see that. Uh, if he did, he should run for the hills. That's not how you get a guy. Just say hello. Hey, how you doing? Tough class, right? Something like that. Remember, you're the famous person in every situation. I know. I'm just so embarrassed or shy or not or like afraid of rejection. You are shy. You're a shy guy. I yeah. know that. Just play it cool, man. Just be cool. You just can't be cool. That's not embarrassing. I thought that was romantic and sweet. No, stay off of social media when it comes to trying to pick up a guy. Just be cool. I have a hard time trying Clearly. to be cool. <laughs> All you got to do, man, just reach over and go, we're about to take a beating. And that's it. To see how he reacts. If he nods, yeah, whatever. Then you've opened the door. You've opened some conversation. And afterwards, if he says, what'd you think? Or that wasn't that hard or whatever. Then you got a conversation going and, you know, go from there. That's all you got to do. Just say hello. I know, but if I see him a second time, then it's a lot easier to say hello. But not after you've made a video talking about how dreamy he is. I thought that was cute and romantic and sweet. You would. <laughs> you don't think that? You don't think that was sweet? Gay guys? No. Do, gay guys do things like that all the time. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You, 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 this is a different perspective, I guess. If you did it to a girl, it'd be creepy. Is I'm, I'm putting myself in your shoes. I'm not even joking. Maybe if anything, it's too youthful. Young gay guys do. Do things like that all the time. I swear to God, I just saw on Instagram, I'll even mention the name. Well, it's not up anymore because it was on Instagram story, but I saw this. I follow way too many hot dudes on Instagram. This hot dude that I follow on Instagram posted on his Instagram story. Could the hot dude I saw at so-and-so please slide into my DMs? Gay dudes do that all the time. Hmm. It's a different game with guys because you're still a guy. You just want dick and I want 
vagina. But when you're dealing with another guy, it must be awesome because you just you just get down. You just you cut through all the crap. You don't have to play any games. You know what other guys want. There's no guessing. I'm always guessing what girls want. Yeah. Always. Well, that guy never slid into my DMs. Mm. Maybe he just didn't see it. He probably doesn't follow me, which is a good thing, actually. Maybe he saw a 40-some-year-old guy with a red beard and was like, you know what? I'm going to pass. It is not red. It is coral. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, since we're sharing, I don't have any regrets doing this. Okay. I don't even think it's unprofessional. And actually, the more I think about it, the more I think I'm such a badass for having okay. done it. You know me. I am such a hustler and proactive and always trying to create something and make opportunities. Usually happen. looks desperate, but yes, continue. Yeah, maybe it does. It does. It always does. <laughs> I'm just dying to see what act of desperation you did this time. Well, better, you know, you're, nobody is going to be your biggest advocate than you. No agent or manager is going to look out for you like you will or can. And most of the things in my career I've gotten because I've gotten them. I've made them happen. So mm-hmm. historically, it works for me. Okay. So I emailed the casting person at I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here in the UK. Okay. And I said, hey, I just wanted to touch base and let you know I'm still interested in doing the show. I would love to do it. I guarantee you that I will deliver. It's going to be dynamite and it will bring big ratings. This is It's only July, right? I'm a Celebrity mm-hmm. Get Me Out of Here UK airs in November. Plenty of time from now. There is no way that cast is locked and set zero but she emailed me back to her credit she didn't she could have just ghosted me and not responded i appreciate that she responded and she said oh we're really far along into the casting and you're also not a good fit with anybody we have in the cast this season okay this doesn't seem that desperate. I mean, it seems like you should interject yourself into this, like, hey, I'm available. I, I, I got no problem with that. Okay, yeah. And, you know, this is a woman that I spoke with last year, and I spoke with somebody else at the network the year before that. You know, I've let them know I'm interested. And, you know, last year, the bullshit excuse they gave me was, well, you did Celebrity Big Brother, and, you know, we don't like booking people that did that show first. Mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, okay, but that happened a long time ago now. That was in 2015. Yeah. And also, I was the most talked about housemaid in the history of Celebrity Big Brother UK, according to the show itself. It was Mm -hmm. their highest rated season in a decade, most likely because of me. Not exclusively because of me, but anyways. So she told me that, and I responded back, and I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to stop emailing you now. I look forward to seeing the cast announced later this year with a bunch of people who are lesser known than me me and i hope i hope that it's not a dud (laughs) you're insane you need to stop anytime you get an inkling to do this you need to call your sister and have her do it because it looks professional you just seem like a crazy person Uh, now well i didn't even finish she's like i was like i look i I look forward to seeing the cast announced later this year and hating them with people who who are lesser known than me and i hope it's not a dud like the last season was and she Uh and she responded to that and she's like (laughs) and she's like oh i'm sorry to hear you feel that way and i said uh i i'm sorry for the petty email but you know what I'm hurt. And honestly, I do feel that way. (laughs) 
I do feel that way. It makes no sense to me why you would cast people that are lesser known than me. Because in the UK, I am very well known. A lot of my audience across my site and social and even in the podcast are based in the UK. I've done television in the UK. I've, I've, I'm well known. And the people they know, like if you go on Wikipedia and you look at the, they only, in my, in my, I'm a huge Anglophile. In my expert analysis, they only had one good booking last season. John Barrowman. Other than that, it was all a bunch of Z-listers. Like, it does not make sense to me why you would cast somebody who's less known when somebody who's more well-known, who's delivered on TV in the reality format before, like, why would you not cast me and cast somebody else? But don't you understand, you're telling someone how to do their job, and now they're insulted, and now they dislike you, and now there's zero chance that they're ever going to hire you for anything. I don't give a fuck. I purposely (laughs) I purposely burned that bridge. Folks, this podcast is never going to go anywhere, (laughs) because he's going to ruin You just burn everything down. It's It's not a good business plan. I just, I'm telling you, it's not a good business plan. I, I, I actually think, oh, God, that Perez is so uncensored. He's going to say anything. He actually would be perfect for this show. Mm, have your sister call from here on out. Stop contacting people. Leave them alone. Let them do their jobs. It's lame. It was lame. Mm. All right. Finally, before we take some calls, last episode, we spoke about Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, I have a funny little update, a new story, an anecdote to share about Gwyneth. She's made a lot of money appearing in Marvel films, but she clearly just did them all for money. Nothing wrong with that at all, but she's so not invested at all in the Marvel universe that she has no idea who's in the movies with her. I don't even know if she's seen them. (laughs) Sebastian Stan, who is an integral part of the Marvel Universe, appearing in the Captain America movies as well as the Avengers movies, he played Bucky and then the Black Soldier or whatever his name was, said he went, he his own words, he went to a fashion show and on Instagram, Sebastian Stan said, thank you for inviting me to my first couture show. Also glad I got to reintroduce myself to Gwyneth Paltrow for the third time (laughs) we are in the same film i love that he actually said that she has been in so many films and acted alongside of so many people how can you get everybody straight that's a lot of people she's met a ton of people in her life outside of the avengers movies and the captain and the iron man movies i don't think she's done any acting over the last few years it's all been goop so the question is did she do a scene with him? Now, if she's done a scene with him, then he's got a point. But if they didn't do a scene together, I don't think every actor has to see every movie that they're in. I don't think they have to. Kim Basinger never saw any of the movies she was in. She couldn't watch herself on screen. Lame. I think it's lame. All right, let's take some calls. I love your greetings. So you, Chris. I've called before. I just wanted to let you know, Perez, that I just barely watched the episode of The Hills that you're on. Um, And I just want to say I truly empathize with you only because, like we all, there's things in the past that we all want to change. And, I mean, I truly see a difference in you just in listening to the podcast. Maybe these people are not. Well, obviously, they're not fans of you, so they don't really try to get to know you. So I just want to say, don't let that get to you. Don't let people like that get to you. 
I truly felt your apology and that you were saying that if you could, you would take it back. Um, I'm sure you got a million calls about this, either disagreeing or agreeing with you. But Okay, so uh, any feedback from that? Was there any sort of negative wave? Did you like how you were perceived? You didn't really get into that. Uh, just to clarify, I did not demand, expect, or need her to accept my apology. It wasn't about mm-hmm. that. You know, like I said, what just triggered me was that she, after, actually, I'll do this. Cause I, when we spoke about it the first time, I didn't explain why. Uh, for mm-hmm. anybody who could possibly doubt me, you know, there's so many reasons why if I could go back in time and do things differently, I would. First, it's the right thing to do, okay? When you know better, you do better. Secondly, I would go back in time and do things differently for my kids. Because my kids will most likely repeatedly have to suffer consequences as a result of shit I did in the past. And thirdly, if I can go back in time and do things differently, I would because I now know as a 41-year-old man that I am more than capable, smart, talented, and I know I would have succeeded in whatever I did in life. And I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do behave that way or do what I did to be successful. You know, I, I maybe would have been the one of the first popular YouTubers or this or that or the other. You know, like, there's so many reasons why I would go back in time. And a lot of them are selfish. It's not even about her, you know, but part of it is also about her. I, would, I don't want to also have caused people pain. So mm-hmm. um, I got a lot of press out of my appearance. Mm-hmm. That was great. Did you worry about how you were perceived? No, I don't give a shit. I know you don't care, but in the end of the day, like, if, let, let's go back to the conversation. I will happily, I get what you're going to say. I'm going to answer it. I will happily sign up to play the villain for the paycheck. And I don't give a fuck if that's what people think is true. Going back to our last conversation, we were talking about I'm a celebrity getting out of here. And, you know, if they see you and they say, you know, they see you in that episode, do you think that they see good TV? Or yes. do you think that they, okay, that's my question. Like, do they think that's a bad look? I would think that was great TV. Because the people I know that I do this show that, that don't know you at all, that are just my friends, they all said the same thing. That was a really, really bad look for Perez. I, I kind of was shocked by that. I was like, how so? He's on TV. Because I got a lot of you in my head. But they were like, that didn't make him come across in a good light. Like, he just seems really unlikable. And I heard that a lot of times. And I said, oh, I, I guess I get it if you don't listen to the show or you don't really follow him that closely. To a lot of people, you were reintroduced back to them. And to them, they looked, their perception was you're just the same person, that you just don't get it. So th- th- I, I, that's what I say to you. Are you okay oh, with yeah. that? Okay. That's what I want to know because I think that's the most interesting part about all of it. Yeah. I, like I, like I said, I knew that, I knew that going into it. I, mm-hmm. I knew when I agreed to be on the show, what it was most likely going to be, what kind of look it was. And I still agreed to do it. And it was worth the hit. Okay. Yeah. For me, I just wonder in the long run, does that pay off? Because do the people that it does show, it does. Okay. Now, I don't why. know. Here's I'm, I'm asking on the flip side that same day I was hustling, man. The same day that I messaged that I'm a celebrity, get me out of here person. Uh, right. I also <laughs> messaged somebody that casts, a lot of shows in America. And I'm not going to say who, but I thought that this person 
hated me, to be honest. I thought that they did not like me. And then I sent them the link to my appearance on the hills. And this person sent me back such lovely feedback. I got really emotional and I started crying. I didn't say, oh, I thought you hated me. But in my mind, I was like, oh, I thought you hated me. And it was so nice to know that that was not the case and that they are an advocate for me. And yeah, so I think it paid off. Hello, President Booker. This is Annie. I'm calling from New Hampshire. Long-time listener. I just wanted to call because I just finished, well, I just started watching The Hills in the beginning, and I just was watching the second episode with Perez. First off, I don't think her career was ruined by you, and I'm not trying to be catty or anything. I just feel like if you're an amazing actress or whatever, one person saying something isn't going to ruin your career. So that's on her. She's just trying to put that on you. The other thing was, I just thought the way she behaved was just so ridiculous. You could see the hate coming out of her eyes, like... She was, like, eye-grilling you. Um, anyways, I just want you to know, I love the way you handled yourself. I thought you were very nice, and I thought you were very genuine and sincere. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's a fan of yours. Uh, a fan of yours may see it differently. So I, I just kind of wondered if you saw the other side of it. And, and you did. That's cool. I just wanted to know. Not even. Perez Adamas, I knew going into it what I was signing up for, and I agreed to do it. Right. Okay. And I would do it again in the future because I'm a whore for a dollar. Hi, Perez. Hi, Booker. Sandra, I'm calling from SoCal. Perez, um, part of your frame, your YouTube frame. I'm calling in about the Taylor Swift debacle. I'm not a Swiftie. I've never really been a fan of of Taylor Swift. I do see both sides of this currently. But, man, Perez, you're kind of stretching with this. Like, you, it sounds very defensive of Taylor. I get it. I get it. You're a huge, huge fan of hers. But at the same time, this girl's constantly playing the victim all the time. And it's just, there's always a different side. There's always another side. And it, it seems like she's always conveniently leaving out certain types of information. So, um, I don't know. It seems like a very, it's just a business decision. I think what you're saying is a stretch. She's not going to re-record everything because she doesn't sound the same. And no. <laughs> thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Her lawyer has said she was never given the opportunity to outright buy her masters. It was always tied to you give us X amount of albums in the future and you can get an, an, a master back every album. That's what somebody that gets paid by her said. All I'm going to say is the person that's paid to lie is always the one lying. That's always the case. All He's right. paid to say that. Mm-hmm. He's paid to make her look good. Hey, that correction because i assume that she called the girl fat i want to see exactly what she said here we go chloe kardashian called jordan woods and fat assholes that's not a very common expression big fat liar yes i have to correct her she did not say big fat liars well she said that she watched the clip i'm ta- i'm gonna read to you verbatim what she said what she literally said was not big fat liars that's what okay. that girl thought she said quote 
They both admitted it to me. Both of them. Those both fat fucking assholes. Don't fucking lie to me, though, about lying, though. Fat fucking assholes. She's calling them big fat liars. That's what she's calling them. She's trying to use the expression. She didn't use it very well, but you're implying that she was talking about her weight. She was not. She was talking about the expression. Any person that understands the English language and how it's used would get that. I get it from what you read to me. Yeah, and you have to acknowledge that she also used the word fat as an insult. Even if she wasn't being literal, she was still using fat fucking liars as an insult. It's an expression, Perez. You're a big fat liar. Fat fucking liars is not an expression. Big fat liar is fat fucking liar is not. But she's playing off of the expression. Oh, you can read her fucking mind now? You're yes, like- because of the expression. <laughs> Whatever. This is silly. 800-721-1185. Give us your calls. I'll try to explain sayings to Perez and uh, we'll do this again next week. Bye.